Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Well, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where sometimes we watch movies to get the taste of other movies out of our brains. Yeah, absolutely. We... Are we going to do this, Amber? Are we going to talk just a little bit about cranks? I mean, we want to acknowledge their existence just so that Mm -hmm. we can also acknowledge that we tried. We truly tried. tried. Yeah. Megan, we we threw good money after bad. Yeah, we did. We we watched the first crank and decided it wasn't to be recorded on with the bad taste that it left in our mouth. And then we thought, you know what? You know what? We can watch the second one, and then we'll do them both together, and that will make sense, because the second one in a series has to be better than a first one. Well, I think the thinking was, and don't get me wrong, I know now and should have known at the time, and probably did, that it it was bad thinking, that the second Crank movie came out more recently, so a lot of the horrible, dumb, racist, sexist, misogynistic, rapey, toxic, masculine, disgusting, homophobic bullshit that was just casually peppered throughout the movie would perhaps not be in the second one. Yeah, yeah. It was why three three years newer? They should have fixed all that, Ember. I don't know why I thought I just I didn't I didn't want to waste it. Nope, I yeah. don't think that's... I like Jason Statham movies, but not all of them. That's all. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know, Amber. And then we... So we, we watched, like, we watched what... It was less than 10 minutes of, of Crank 2, I believe. I, I yes, think. it was, because it it took less than five minutes for them to talk about how big his dick was. I remember that. Oh, yeah. That, that five seems... Yeah, less than three minutes, I think. And then it took less than... And then it was only slightly more before he took a shotgun and sodomized somebody oh, with no, it. No, oh, oh. And it was at that point, folks, that we said, I don't think we can do this. No. And so we stopped doing it because it felt it felt sickening to my stomach. And uh, yeah, there you go. I just also want to mention that before he sodomized this person, he, he also... Oh, God referred to them in oh. just a kind of a racist way yeah um yeah you know nothing like just throwing some racism while you yeah just, i mean it's you know it wasn't uh, your standard racism it wasn't the usual epithet it was something he came up with himself to reference that the person was of asian descent mm-hmm. in a way to dehumanize them right before he took a shotgun and shoved it up his ass yeah so and then we were thinking like okay well this isn't working let's watch another movie and then and then um uh what was it amazon just had a whole bunch of statham movies just laid out and i was like i can't watch a statham movie right now i'm i'm a little mad i'm a little it's gonna take me a little while jason transporter while it's not happening right now transporter Mm -mm. two Mm -mm. we haven't watched the mechanic yet we were gonna go to try we can't do that right now I can't go no. there with you right now, Jason Statham. I need yeah. to I need to forgive and forget for a while. So Megan. Mm, Amber, yes. As we backpedaled, as we attempted to find a way to resuscitate this evening, to recover mm-hmm. what we had already lost, to find a way to fall in love with movies again, we went in the opposite direction from ultraviolent, hypermasculine toxicity. Mm-hmm. We went to um, 2014's The Seventh Son. High fantasy, Megan. 
high fantasy. I mean, sure, it still stars men, but there are also women in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the racism, well, I would argue, and, and we can get into this, is still a little bit, still just like a little bit, a little bit of like exoticization, fetishization, and, and diminishment of humanity and presence in the film. N- not not what we had to not sit even through. close to the same no. no 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 and this is i mean that's it's more nitpicky than anything else this is this is me trying to create an idealized situation as opposed to choking down just the casualness yeah the audacious casuality and 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 making it into a joke mm. it's funny to come up with names to for people that are diminishing and de- dehumanizing yes that's yeah. other people as much as possible mm-hmm. for murdering them yeah amber which is which is which is which oh, i'm sorry are you announcing my segment i was i was asking a question <sighs> but you're asking the question that i am going to ask you megan yes amber we are going to look at imdb amazon Metacritic and my own sweet, sweet brain. We're going to ask them to summarize this glorious film we watched. And you, my friend, are going to tell me which is which is which is which. I'm ready. Let us begin. HD. Supernatural knight Jeff Bridges must hunt down his nemesis, a powerful witch, with help from his new apprentice in this action slash fantasy. Okay. Got to take a deep breath on this one. In a time long past, an evil is about to be unleashed that will reignite the war between supernatural forces and humankind. Master Gregory Jeff Bridges, the last of the Falcon Knights, had imprisoned the malevolently powerful witch, Mother Malkin, Julian Moore, many years ago, but now she has escaped and is seeking vengeance. Summoning her followers of every incarnation, Mother Malkin, preparing to unleash her terrible wrath on an unsuspecting world. Only one thing stands in her way, Master Gregory. In a deadly reunion, Gregory comes face to face with the evil he always feared would someday return. only until the next full moon to do what usually takes years. Train his new apprentice, Tom Ward, Ben Barnes, to fight a dark magic unlike any other. Man's only hope lies in the seventh son of a seventh son. <laughs> okay. That was really thorough. That was very, very thorough. When Mother Malkin, the queen of evil witches, escapes the pit she was imprisoned in by professional monster hunter Spook... Decades ago and kills his apprentice, he recruits young Tom, the seventh son of the seventh son, to help him. Yeah, I, it's, not a, what? it's not really a sentence. No. When Mother Malkin, the queen of evil witches, escapes the pit she was imprisoned in by professional monster hunter Spook decades ago and kills his apprentice. He recruits young yeah. Tom, the seventh son of the seventh son, to help him. Yeah, that's very confusing. There are, there are things in there. Okay. Mm-hmm, Last mm-hmm. one. Fuck, Mary, kill. Witches. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to say, Amber. So hard to say. Megan! <laughs> yes, Amber. Which is which is which is which? Oh, boy. I'm going to go. The first one was HD. I know. The second I know. one was a novel. So the torn. third one wasn't a sentence. Okay. I'm going to go with... Metacritic, IMDb, Amazon, Amber. Oof. I didn't do it, did I? One for four. Oh, ouch. Amazon, Metacritic, IMDb, Amber. 
I knew it was. I knew it should have been Amazon for the starting HD. Mm. I mean, that was that's, gimme right there. And then yeah. the the novelization of the plot—that's pure Metacritic. I know it is. I know. Megan, it's too. The problem is this isn't uh-huh. this isn't your fault. Mm-hmm. We're recording quite late. We are. It's it's. We it's had a false fault. start. We had things that needed doing. We had to pick a second movie. Yeah, it's quite late, and I'm I'm asking a lot of you. Yeah, and I've I've let you down. I'm sorry. You have. And that's okay. I mean, to be fair, I, I may have phoned it in on my synopsis. No, I sorry. No, I didn't phone it in. I got down to the essentials. Yes, you did. I didn't need a whole bunch of fancy words to describe what mm-hmm. this movie really is. Exactly, Amber. You told it like it is. It, mm. the, the whole plot of the movie is, what do you do with a witch? Fuck, Mary kill, man. Yes. Yes, you do. Witches, 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 witch for witches. For witches, yes, Amber. I can't believe I could doubt that's so wrong. It's okay. You know, it really it's late. It's very late. Um, yeah. You can recover from this. You you you've had two perfects in a row, I believe. I know. Yeah. But you see, this is the letdown that happens in Destiny too. It's true. Eventually you don't pick the right circle and we don't get infinite heavy ammo. Yeah. And it is your fault. It is my fault, and I take full responsibility. Excellent. But what do the critics have to say about this movie? Oh, Boy, 30 on Metacritic for the critics, 41 for users. Um, In the tomato meter, it's 12 for the critics and 34 for the audience. Oh, that's a low one. 12, man. Even for us. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. No, it's pulling like some close to almost heroes numbers. <laughs> yeah. Although I believe that those were in the single digits. I think it was nine. Yeah, that might be our lowest movie ever. Yeah. This movie is not good. No. No, oh. Amber, it's not. No, of course not. But it is not a train wreck. No, it is It is entertaining. We were entertained by it. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of movie that is real pretty to look at and that does and says things that gives you something to talk about and expound upon and enjoy with your viewing friend. Mm-hmm. Not in a, oh, this is so dumb kind of way, but like, I mean, some of it's kind of, what are you doing? What, do you, what, what is this? What, do what, do? what is what are you happening doing, here, Jeff, you silliness? Jeff Bridges, what the fuck are you doing, Jeff Bridges? Whatever he fucking wants, Megan. Oh, I, I don't understand how every review isn't, what the fuck is Jeff Bridges doing with his voice character choice here? Just amazingness. It should be the the topic of every single review, and I don't see it in any of them. I'm not bored by this movie. I'm not mad at this movie. I'm not annoyed by this movie. It's a bit of a mess, plot-wise and content-wise. It rushes through things. It doesn't develop its characters. I mean, the critics aren't wrong about a lot of the nitty-gritty stuff they pick out, but giving this a a score of 12 is just yeah. too low that's just no. not that's no, not fair that's not reasonable that doesn't really situate it properly in the pantheon no. of mediocre to bad movies this is like high 30s wow that's still pretty bad it's still pretty so it's still pretty bad yeah but i you know low 40s maybe it's low 40s sure a lot of uh, the the blurbs mention that it's unpretentious <laughs> that, that, that name comes up quite sure. a bit Okay. Uh, yep, which yep. they use is both 
it, to recommend it as well as to kind of say, that's the best thing I can say about this movie. It doesn't yeah. take itself seriously. It has some charm. It, it has some chuckles. It's not good. Yeah. It moves too fast. You move from one set piece to the next without really explaining things. Um, yeah, things things just sort of happen. And the visuals cannot make up for the lack of plot or development. Yeah. I mean, there is a plot. And it is coherent, despite what some of them say. But it's not really well developed. And things aren't very well fleshed out. That's very true. Which is often I, I, a failing of things that are adapted from books, I feel like. Yes, yeah. So this was a YA novel or set set of novels, I guess, and um, this was hypothetically the beginning of a of a franchise, which did not come to fruition. Also, the the um, critics also like to point out that Oscar winners Jeff Bridges and Julianne Moore deliver two of the hammiest performances of their distinguished careers. It's an overcooked sword and sorcery fantasy. Um, I do feel like they like to like. They just like poke at Jeff Bridges and Julianne Moore. It's like, oh, they're Oscar winners. Oh, and they're being stupid. Yeah, they're Oscar winners in this silly movie that's not very good. Look at them being campy at each other. Yeah, look at them being campy at each other. Yeah. Yep. It. I think that that makes it fun. I. I have yes. no problem with that. Neither the do the I. most. The most wild thing in this movie is is Jeff Bridges, and I'm not going to get over it. Like it's just. He he speaks as if he was doing his Sean Connery voice, but like without the Scottish accent. Yes, and a little bit like drawly or something. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, and uh, there's a whole facial presentation too. The the chin is jutted forward, yes, and yes. the cheeks are sort of lifted and tightened towards his eyes, sort of Guy Fox masky. Yes, and he maintains that in every single scene. It is. It is tiring to look at because his face must have hurt like hell and his jaw must have been like half popped out of his yeah must have given himself tmj and yet mm. i was transported to a fantastical oh, yes. world in which jeff bridges was a beleaguered gruff drunken old knight the last of his mm -hmm. breed searching for an apprentice in a world that doesn't really appreciate him as much as it should filled with terrors and wonders that only he can fight help yeah kill mm -hmm. tend amber that's the word he uses yeah yeah so the critics aren't wrong but i think it's wrong. a little too harsh yeah I, because there was genuine fun to be had in this movie and I, I thought the visual effects were great um some people said they weren't, but I oh, thought really? they were. Hmm. Yeah, I found a couple, and I was like, but it's actually like, you know, the witches turn into dragons, and they're like smoky, monstery things, and like the, the there's a, what is it, a, I want to say Balrog, but that's not right. It's a Bogart, um, which is Bogart. just Bogart, which is a, a really cool design, and there's, a, you know, there, there's some, yeah, it's very D and D e creatures and and effects going on, and it, and it feels a little bit like a D and D adventure where these these folks are a very a very small team of fighters that go around uh, being mercenaries and collecting gold for doing a little bit of good. Or is it good, Megan? Oh, or is it good, Amber? Good question. Well, a question I'm not going to answer. I'm just going to raise it and then just keep doing what I'm doing. Good. Much like this movie does. Mm-hmm unreflexively 
Yes. Yeah. So let's get into it. I, I do feel like um, they do a little something different with witches, um, which is kind of fun in terms of like the, um, the witches aren't necessarily all good and all evil and they end up switching sides and fighting each other and making uh kind of choices that are more like family related rather than just like I'm a witch and I'm gonna do evil um and that makes it interesting yeah there were two reviewers one who said to its credit despite a rough start witch burning and all that seven sun does not succumb to misogyny and then another that said uh, having strong female characters does not save you from having misogyny in your movie. I would say that comparing this to, say, one of the other witchy movies that we've watched, not The Craft, of course, because the women were the true terror in that movie, but uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, there was something about the fact that the witches were all women exclusively, (laughs) all kind of bestial and horrible, and all constantly being just brutalized by the witch hunters themselves. Just murdered left and right, and in all kinds of just head-popping ways. Indeed. And they were all evil unless they were born good? Right, pure good, yeah. And, like, the evil was, like, we're going to eat children's hearts and shit. Yeah, we're going to have to kill one of each child and then we can live forever. Or not be, wait, what was it? Be be immune to fire. (laughs) That was the, uh uh-huh, yeah. Whereas in this movie, witches exist. They're super powerful. They can be any gender. And it is introduced that they are not all evil. And in fact, they're not inherently evil. That even the most evil of them only became that way because people hated and feared her, and so she became something hateful and worthy of fear. So people are the worst. So kind of like people are the evil ones? Yeah, yeah. There was, it was a very, because even, you know, so Jeff Bridges plays a spook, which is a a knight trained to, originally we're believe, we're, we're led to believe that like hunt and kill evil supernatural forces. But as he's training Tom, played by Ben Barnes, Ben Barnes, he explains that he does, they don't kill creatures of the dark. They tend them is the literal word he uses. Mm-hmm. So I guess most of them don't need killing. Only the most dangerous ones do. And like witches, which he, he puts at the top of the danger scale. And they themselves, he's like, you can trap them or kill them. And it seems like, for the most part, he's been trapping and or torturing the witches and not killing them. Because he knows all of them and all of them know him and all of them have killed his friends the other nights who don't exist anymore. Right. But he's very wishy-washy on straight murder yeah. Right up until it comes to training his apprentice and dealing directly with witches. And, and then he's like, no, you got to kill them. Yeah, okay. Witches don't start out evil. They're not bad people until people make them bad people. But we have to kill them all. We do have to kill them all. But we though. do have to yeah. kill them all. I was in love with one once, uh, but we do have to kill them all. And like, I could have killed that one. Yeah. But I didn't. Um, and then she... Well, okay. So what happened was mm-hmm. I fell in love with a witch... Yeah. It was great. And then I got married. 
I'm not going to explain what happened there. Like, essentially, I fell in love with the witch, and I did love her, and she loved me, and then I married another person. I'm not going to explain kind of the in-between there. Did I I cheat Uh, on the witch? Did we part on a mutual agreement? Was she still in love with me, but I left her heartbroken? Uh, No, just not going to gloss over that. I got married. And then she, she... could not handle me being married, so she murdered my wife in cold blood. I guess that was the point at which humanity had turned her into a bad person, because he also says that humanity did it to her. Right. And then after she murdered his wife, he Mm -hmm. then went to her and said, Hey, baby, I'm still in love with you. Yeah, you might have murdered my wife, but, you know, I don't like her that much. I still love you. All that did was make me realize how much I miss you, boo. Oh, I believe you. I believe you and I will follow you. Excellent. Okay, I Where are could... we going up this mountain? Where are we, Where are we going up this Just, mountain? This is it's I made us a little love nest. It's deep, deep, deep underground. Don't worry that's, about this big cage on top of the hole. Just go in, sweetie. Very dark hole. Mm. I love you so much. You look so sexy in holes. This this hole? You want me to get down in, in this hole? You get in the hole. But I get in the hole. This, get in oh, the hole. I love you. Get in oh the hole. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. And then he just kind of nailed a big old cage on top of that hole, and that was his like, I'm doing good. I'm going. I'm sparing her life. I'm just gonna have her live in eternity. Right. That's the thing. As he's explaining this choice to his apprentice Tom, he. Is say you know, I could have killed her. I, I had her trapped. I tricked her good. But I chose to show mercy and instead imprison her in a hole that I thought would hold her for eternity. So you think the merciful thing to do to someone after you've trapped and betrayed them is to make sure they live their life alone forever in a hole. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and that doesn't really seem like a nice thing to do that's the worst thing i think yeah that might be the worst thing so i th- hmm. i am so confused on who the bad guy is there's also we're told again that the reason she had to be stopped and the reason that witches are bad is that when blood moons come around every century or so witches get super jacked up powerful and they use that sweet sweet juice to level cities and shit. Yeah. And then yeah. it just throws the world into chaos and they have to recover from it. And it's just a whole thing. So maybe it's the safest thing. thing is to just murder all the witches. Yeah. It- the, only, the only time we saw the witches retaliate, though, was A, if they were, they were being fought with. And B, they attacked the town that murdered one of their own and set them on fire. Yeah, we don't even know why the town went after... So this this which is is called Urag. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played by Jason Scott Lee. I love Jason Scott Lee, and he turns into a bear mostly. We don't know how they captured him or why. Like there's, it's not even a oh yeah he was slaughtering villagers. It's just we caught him. He's we in a cage him. now. Can you take care of this, Jeff Bridges? We did the hard part. So there really does seem to be a sense of creating a problem that doesn't necessarily exist is uh witches are super powerful people are really afraid of them they do terrible things to them and in the process create a monster that then comes after you because of the things you're doing to them Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Okay. I mean, fair. And and so the solution from a person who has the power to create a solution is, oh, I guess just, I guess I'll just kill them. I'll just kill them all. Like when I was younger, I was like, well, yeah. they're not all bad. And like, yeah, let's have sex with them. But I don't want to marry them. But uh, so I'm just, okay, well, I'm done. Ah, oh, man, yeah. it's just like killing people. Oh, I still well, don't want to kill her. I'll just imprison her forever. I'll just imprison her, but I'll, I'll kill her friends. And then I'm going to train somebody to kill witches too, because that's just, that's what I do. I find seven sons of seven sons, because apparently they're seven times stronger. That they don't, seven they don't yeah. explain why seven nope. sons of seven sons are powerful or special, but they are. Nope. And he just makes a they passing are. comment at one point of like, you're supposed to be as strong as seven men. Uh-huh. Yep. I love the rules of this world. Yeah, they're they're complicated and don't make any sense. Sort of non-existent. We're so, we're sort mm. of given little pieces of information that are more serve as local color than actual yep. guideposts for things that they're going to do. Yeah, how do they find the witches, Amber? That is wonderful. An excellent question. Well, Megan, what happens is the witch essentially is either found by someone else and brought and to them. To you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the witch just sort of says, I'm a witch, more or less. Yeah, straight up tells you they're a witch, huh? There does not seem to be any other process for discovering witches. Mm -hmm. They're just sort of presented to you or just say, hey, witch. But witches must be pretty hard to kill. They are... Yeah, so like... you'd think so because of the time that they brought the witch and caged it and then sort of left it there and then got Jeff Bridges. Uh, but no, no, Megan. Um, mm. You sort of just like poke them in the chest area. Okay. And then they sort of burn up into into nothingness so you don't even need to set them on fire yourself you just need to hit them in the chest and then they set fire to themselves and see that's the interesting thing sometimes you do set fire to the witch uh like in jason scott lee's case they 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 burned that one uh also julianne moore when she she mm -hmm. bites the, the final big one uh, set her on fire uh but the other ones just sort of get poked in the general area of their chest and then burn up it might be like a magical poking Maybe they're using, because if the witches do it with their weapons, maybe that's like a magical poke. Sure. Or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. There doesn't seem, and they mentioned eating hearts at one point or another. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if you're not going to burn me, I guess you're going to eat my heart. Is that a thing? Because no one eats any hearts in this. Nobody ate anybody's hearts in this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's And, and again, they are, they are being just summoned by bells kind of all over the kingdom it seems like the the witch and, hunters the the, sorry, the, yes, the witch hunters yes um and uh yeah they seem to take lots of coin for their for their trouble they are mercenaries they, yes they seem to hang out in pubs and get drunk a lot i mean just jeff bridges in the beginning but yeah yeah it's um, got a lot to forget megan dead wife killed in cold blood woman he used to love imprisoned for eternity yeah apprentices that just drop like flies yeah kit harrington is in this movie for like i don't know 10 minutes amber yes yeah he's i mean that one lasted a while he was he was an apprentice of 10 years the other ones seem to have not lasted as long there, there seems to be a poor track record yes yeah and uh uh Master Gregory, who's Jeff Bridges, very uh, sadly comments, uh, 10 years down the drain when Kit Harrington dies. At the hands of Julianne Moore's Mother Malkin herself, the woman that, sorry, the witch 
the Master Gregory imprisoned at the beginning of the movie who has escaped because the Blood Moon is a coming and she's gotten stronger. She mm-hmm. herself kills the apprentice. And uh, yeah, Master Gregory uh, burns his body. Yep. Well, In an attempt to burn her as well. Yeah, it's the only thing left to do. The only thing left she to can. do. She, she made uh, uh, Kit Harrington see the, the darkness, so he's unsavable so. now. Yeah. yeah. Fire does not work on her at this time. No, not this time. She just maybe la- laughs maybe that shit off and turns into a fucking dragon. Yeah. She can turn into a fucking dragon. I like that she turns into a dragon. And then her other witch friend lady can also turn into a dragon. And then also Jaimon Hunsu is in this name. He plays a witch called Radu and he has an army of assassins, but he doesn't need them. Those are just for funsies because he can also turn into a fucking dragon. Yeah. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Dude. It's yeah, that's pretty fun. So there are a surprising number of witches in this movie. Yeah. I would say it's actually majority witches. Yeah. Because yeah. you have all of all of Mother Malkin's folks. Mm-hmm. And then you also have Mother Malkin's sister, the other dragon mm-hmm. lady. She had a kid. Yep. With a human, but because her mother's a witch, she's a witch. And yep. then you also learn that Tom, our apprentice, also a witch because his mom is a witch who stole a magical what's it from Mother Malkin so that she would be disempowered enough for Master Gregory to trap her. Right. So this is yes. like lots of witches. And yeah. and there's no sense of like good or evil so much as making choices to do bad yeah. things or follow Mother Malkin or not. So which is interesting. Like, I, I kind of like that because it's interesting, but it also messes with the quote unquote rules of the world where Master Gregory says he should kill every witch. His apprentice is a fucking witch because his mom's a witch. It means he's a witch. Yep. So he should kill his apprentice? Yeah. When he learns he's a witch, he should kill his apprentice. Instead, he's like, cool. Right. Yeah. Oh, Okay. But then when they take out Urag, you know, mm -hmm. Jason Scott Lee's witch man, Tom doesn't want to burn him, and Gregory does and burns him. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. Tom's like, I don't want to be like you. And Gregory's like, you will be. (laughs) Yes. Yep. (laughs) So what is it, boy? Gregory's the one who's telling him that shit's not black and white, it's gray, and then he's turning it black and white when it comes to witches it's what unless the, are the yeah, rules? Unless the witch is his, yeah, unless the witch is his apprentice. Because Tom is half witch, and so is uh, Alice, who's played by Alicia uh, Vikander. She's also half witch. So why does he get a pass and she doesn't get a pass? Exactly. Exactly. Because <sighs> as soon as Master Gregory learns about Alice, wants to kill her. Wants yep. to immediately burn her. And Tom yeah. has to defend her from Gregory. Have we mentioned that this cast is bonkers? Like you have Julianne Moore, Jeff Bridges, Ben Barnes, Alicia Vikander, Olivia Williams, Kit Harrington, Jaimon Hunsu. It's yeah. a lot of well-known people in this silly, silly movie doing doing silly, silly things. I, I also think that one of the things that makes me like this movie is that um, some of the witches decide to not to, like it is it is about choice and they decide that they're not going to be a bad witch anymore and then 
um, like in, in uh, uh, Hansel and Gretel, Gretel Witch Hunters, it's all Hansel and Gretel just murdering witches left and right. And this one, the witches turn on each other and decide that, you know, your your daughter is more important than your queen witch. So two dragons are going to fight each other. Pretty awesome. It's true. Although in Hansel and Gretel, in its defense, there are good yes, witches. There, They're there just are good witches. born good witches. They're so born good, Gretel yes. herself, a witch... Yeah, true. But she's not a heart-eating witch who's also kind of monstrous looking. Right. In this one, they're just people capable of doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, oh, you know, she's my sister. People have been dicks to me. I'm totally going to follow Mother Malkin. Oh, Mother Malkin's going to kill my daughter. Nama, take that bitch out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I like that. Yeah, like, me there's too. There's choice. And yeah. e- even um, Ma'am Ward... Is, is the name of Olivia Williams' character, who is the mother of Tom, the seventh son of the seventh son apprentice. Mm-hmm. She was chill with Mother Malkin right up until she got ape shit, and she had to steal the what's it off of her. Right, right. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's not black and white, but it's also very confusing what the rules are. Yes, and Master Gregory calls it black and white for the most part. When he's not calling it gray. Because he exactly. also has like a troll assistant. That he, he doesn't does. want any humans to see because he knows they'll freak out about it. But he's like, ah, he's my friend. He's, I mean, he's super my friend. ugly. But and I'm going to call friend. him ugly all the time. He's an ugly motherfucker, but damn, he's loyal. as you are, ugly. <laughs> you're, you're, you're as loyal, loyal as you are, ugly. The magical what's-it seems to be important. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that made Mother Malkin super powerful, but... The whole reason things are going crazy right now is that the Blood Moon is already making everybody who's a witch super powerful. And once it gets full, it'll be craze bonkers. So the necklace is more important because according to Ma'am Ward, if Tom has it, mm-hmm. being a witch seventh son, seventh son, it'll mm-hmm. make him just soups powerful and he'll be able to take out Mother Malkin, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, and that happens. Nope, it doesn't. Oh. Oh. Nope, nope, nope. That that whole uh, thing does not happen. No. Um, Huh. I mean, technically, he kind of does, but it has fuck all to do with the necklace or his own abilities. No, no. Which are are not well developed. He has two weeks to learn how to be an apprentice, magically learns how to fight somehow, despite not being really trained and falling off cliffs a bunch and just sort of being attacked and out of his depth. Uh, but really, really just goes apeshit all over all those witches at the end. But it is, it it goes so far as his mother, after dying at the hand of Julian Moore, visits him as a, as a spirit. It's like, man, you got to get that necklace back. It's mm-hmm. super important you get that necklace back. And then Alice, Alicia Vikander, after she and Tom have basically canoodled, and mm-hmm. and Megan fallen in love. Is it destiny? Oh, is it destiny or dust, Amber? Destiny or dust. There's. I love this so much. They touch hands in the moonlight, and she says, "Hey, if you, they glow blue when you a witch touches someone in the moonlight, they're her destiny." Or it's just dust on a witch's fingers. One of the two. Which One is it with two. us? 
Oh. Wasn't it even more specific if a witch touches a person for the first time after swimming in the water in the moonlight? Maybe. And there's... Like, I, I don't I know don't if know. the water was, was a part of it. it. It might not have been, but it was It was so very specific <laughs> that I thought that she'd actually made it up so that she could, like, uh, you know, just get in with him a little bit more. But, yeah. Oh, Megan, she was falling hard. They were falling hard uh, for each other. Destiny or dust, and canoodled. She wanted to save him. She took the necklace in order to do so, and then realized that she shouldn't have. So then she took the necklace back and risked her life to get it back to Tom, but simultaneously betrayed Mother Malkin. And so Mother Malkin wanted to kill her, but Megan, mm-hmm. yes. her most loyal, her most trusted friend, yes, Bonnie Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Well, she's Alice's mother. Yeah. And as loyal as she is to Mother Malkin, she is more loyal to motherhood. Yes. And so yeah. we get a she fucking dragon fight. Yeah, we get a dragon fight. It's pretty awesome. So this this end scene, this big knockdown, drag out, pre-blood moon, let's take out the witches, get the necklace back, stop the apocalypse, I guess. Because Tom gets visions because he's a witch. Mm-hmm. And he sees Mother Malkin just sort of covering the land and smoke and fire. Yeah, yeah. So that's a very specific bad thing. It's not a, I don't want to take shit from humans bad thing. It's a, I'm just going to kill everybody bad thing. Uh, everybody dies, yeah. Makes sense to stop that. But the fight is, you know, he gets the necklace, takes out a couple of the, the lieutenant witches. Jeff Bridges also takes out one of the bigger lieutenant witches, Radu, the Jamon Hansu witch. Which, by the way, Jeff Bridges... Uh, uh, convinces Jaiman Hansu to stop being a fucking dragon and fight him man to man. And Jaiman Hansu does so. And then Jaiman Hansu gives Jeff Bridges a weapon because he doesn't have one. Like, Jaiman Hansu is, like, leveling the playing field all over the place. He's he's way too honorable. Right, he was way too honorable at the end, which just proves mm-hmm. witches are better than people. Yeah, it's true. You know, he calls him out for having no honor, for not fighting fair. Radu's like, okay, I'll fight you fair. And then he dies for his trouble. And then to make matters worse, what is the thing that Gregory says to Radu after beating him with the weapon that he gave him so it would be a fair fight? Yep. He says he should have stayed a dragon. You motherfucker. Yeah. You dickbag. Wow. Wow. Just gonna, yeah. Yeah. Just, I can't even with you right now, Gregory. Let's move on. No. What's Alice up to? Oh, also killing lieutenants. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, sure. Uh, what's her mother up to? What's Bonnie Lizzie up to? Oh, she's dragon fighting still. Doing yeah, it. Still holding her own against Mother Malcolm. Yeah. Very impressive. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, is, is it correct that she ends up essentially murdering Mother Malkin with Mother Malkin's own tail. That's, That's the thing, Megan. Yeah, it's pretty great. Mother Malkin's pretty cool. She's got this whole dress thing with like spines on it and she's got this crazy stabby tail that she's like a chain too and she wraps it around people. I love it. And as this dragon fight is happening and as the, the minor characters are taking out lieutenants, Bonnie Lizzie stabs Mother Malkin with her own tail in the air. They go plummeting to the ga- to the ground. Bonnie Lizzie winds up getting killed for her troubles. But Mother Malkin is pretty screwed. Oh, she's almost, yeah. She mm-hmm. stumbles inside and the boys come in and clean up what Bonnie Lizzie started. It's It takes one dagger th- to the chest to finish this out. It is, it is nothing. 
Bonnie Lizzie took out Mother Malkin. Mother's oh, Love sure. took out Mother Malkin. These yeah. stupid boys with the freaking staves and toys didn't do shit. They nope. just finished nope, they it. Didn't. Yep. Which is hilarious to me. Which is great. Yeah. Yep. That's great. They didn't. He didn't need the magic necklace and and staff and the training and Jeff Bridges was he did, he he failed. He went in there to finish the job and couldn't and. Yeah, Tom had to do it, but Tom didn't really... She was dead. Yeah, yeah, he's just set the body on fire, essentially. What an interesting way to end the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty funny. Just witches fighting witches at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm into it. I guess, wait, okay, but the necklace mm-hmm. was important. Uh-huh. Because Alice stealing the necklace back from Mother Malkin to give to Tom is what set off... Yeah, that's the true. dragon fight in the first place. So in a way, mm-hmm. Mam Ward was right. In it, a roundabout way, it was a very important piece. Yeah, very important piece, Megan. Yeah, not important for him to have, but important for him to have for him to lose, so that Mother Malkin could have it, so she could lose it, so. Mother Malcolm would get mad about losing it and try to kill Alice, and then uh, Bunny Lizzie would take out Mother Malcolm. All easy, makes easy. All makes sense. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I love the very, very end of this movie mm-hmm. because you have all the witches are dead, yep. <laughs> except for Tom and Alice, who are still yep. witches. And there's a meeting between Tom and Alice, who are in love. That ends in, I don't know what. They kiss each other and basically establish it's not just dust, it's destiny. Well, I'll see you later. And Alice just disappears because he's decided he's going to stay a spook. And I guess that means that he's going to just kill witches, except he refuses to kill witches. Except he did kill witches, so I don't know. Yeah. Then he goes to chill with Jeff Bridges and Jeff Bridges is like, oh yeah, no. Oh, Gregory's out. I trained you. I'm, out. I'm done. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. Here is my trusty troll. He belongs to you now. Yep. Here is the staff. That belongs to you now. This house that also has a pit of lava in it. Yours. Uh, I'm out. Yep. Oh, and, and all that. Fucked s- right off. And all that shit that I taught you. All those rules. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, um, forget them. Here's a troll deuces. And it's just like, fuck the fuck right off. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. All that shit that I told you about the world, you do what feels right to you. You know, you yeah. you spook the way you want to spook. Yeah, you do you, man. Deuces. Yep. Pretty great. So none of this oh, means anything. None of it all. No. Oh, delightful. Uh-uh. Oh, this. Yeah. So wait, but Alice, Alice, come back. I, I can do it the way I want to do. Alice, come back. Yeah, I keep, she said she'd see him again, Amber, don't worry. We can be together. I'm going to be that kind of spook. I'm going to be the kind of spook that marries the witch. Mm-hmm. That was the mistake Ugh. that Gregory made. He fucked her, she but he didn't marry the- her, and so she killed his wife. You have to marry the witch, and that's the secret. The Fuck, marry, kill. That's the secret, Megan. So. Yes, Amber. Other delightful things about this. Costume design was baller. Yeah, costume design was excellent. You talked about um, Mother Malkin's... Uh, uh, costume was fantastic um uh, master gregory wore the most ridiculous things at times so good. shoulders that were like twice his his mm-hmm. shoulder length kind of made him a rectangle uh, it was great yeah uh bonnie lizzie uh, her her was a good uh, dress too like cool bodice and like the the back train turned into the webbed tail of the dragon 
Yeah. Jamon Hunsu's was kind of cool. There was yep. a four-armed character that was really nifty. That's like the the design on that was really really super cool. Um and just the visuals that the CGI mm-hmm. I, a lot of people thought it was excessive. We're dealing with magic battles and shape shifting. Yeah, come on. I thought it was pretty cool looking and well done. Creature effects yeah. were good and just the the settings that they used were beautiful were gorgeous like they were just they stopped and talked in the middle of the woods and it's like holy fuck where did they find this like moss covered rock little like clearing in the woods it's amazing i am transported thank you yeah and the design Mm -hmm. for the cities and in mother malkin's hideout in like this crevice in mountains it oh gorgeous and then it was super cool when they did um you know she'd been you know stuck in a hole for forever she came back mother malcolm and uh and came back and then she's like healed uh bonnie lizzie she like the her whole place was a a wreck and she just kind of waved her hand and made it all gorgeous again Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. just that's cool that's cool it was dang magical yeah fucking magical as fuck bro uh, one, you know, mild complaint. Sure. We had a lot of people of color and a lot of women in this movie. That's good. That's great. But mm. as often happens, uh, all of the main characters were white people. And that's bad. That's not great. And the people of color, the roles that they were given were either straight up non-speaking or mm, very diminished. That's bad. And their actual characters and costuming was more fetishized, exoticized, and animalistic. That's also bad. So you had Jason Scott Lee, Candace McClure, and Zaf Peru as kind of largely non-speaking. And and what they were going for, I think, kind of with region and identity was probably well cast but then they didn't have lines and their costumes were exotic fetishistic and more animalistic right and sometimes like urag jason scott lee was a bear for like most of 80 percent of what he did and barely talked a lot of snarling um yep candace mcclure's sarakin was mostly a leopard yeah um, very cool leopard very cool very bear, cool but yeah but yeah and zaf peru's virahadra was you know the four-armed swordsman very cool design but yeah. barely spoke right uh so it not great no, love, no not great love to see you know non-white actors playing roles but especially in a fantasy i feel like that it, mm-hmm. you know fantasies somehow leave out people of color which is also bad. Exactly. And Jaimon Hunsu was the one who had, was probably the most featured lieutenant, was definitely the, had the most speaking roles, also turned into a baller dragon, um, and didn't have super fetishized clothing. Uh, so, you know, it wasn't across the board. But this is one, one Should, little thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Amber, how would you rate this movie on the rock scale? Regret- regrettable, outstanding, crease balls, okay. You know, this is a K craze balls, probably. It had some lovely yeah. things about it. It was silly and zany. Jeff Bridges doing his thing and it making some sense, but ultimately no sense. It gave us something to talk about. It's a K craze balls. Not a great movie, 
No. But, you know, some gems in there. Yeah. I love definitely. the cast. I love the cast so yeah. hard. Cast is great. It gets craze balls. Uh, I mean, it's K mostly, but then it gets some craze balls in there just for Jeff Bridges alone brings it into craze balls territory a lot of times. Just walks away saying, fucking witches. Fucking witches. <laughs> yeah. There, there were some good lines. Like, yeah. Copper tincture for wounds, silver dust or silver bane for witches, troll scrotum for your enjoyment. Like, just just some throwaway mm-hmm. silliness. Yeah. Not taking itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, and there was actually some good action choreography when they weren't just relying on CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the swordsman, the, the four-armed swordsman was, there was, there was like some cool, fancy sword work yeah. with that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how they did it. It didn't look super CGI'd. It was, yeah. Was yeah, some, that, some was, that was very cool. Yeah. For a little while, he was only using like two main hands and I was like, oh, they're kind of just, and then all of a sudden he started using all four of them. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. I have not seen that. I enjoy this. Yes. I would yeah. like more of Virahadra. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do you have an Issa story? Yeah. So so this one goes back, and I, I don't remember why I haven't told it yet. But um, it was actually when I was in Vermont, uh, um, and I had popcorn. And um, it was just, I, I tend to, you know, you know how you talk to your dog just because you talk to your dog. Um, and popcorn, you know, was being a puppy, and I wasn't uh, uh, thrilled with her. Um, just over exuberance and I was, I was, you know, settling her down and, and I told her it's hard to be a puppy, huh? And, uh, Maddie heard that and she just started saying, heart a poppy. And then it became, she, she then herself, uh, uh, kind of grew on that as heart to Mimi's poppy. It's just, it's, it's hard to poppy, Amber. My kid speaks the truth. It is hard to poppy. Yeah. Yep. Muppet would agree. Yeah, hard to poppy. Amber, do you have a recommendation? Sure. I'm going to recommend something that was recommended to me through another person. Okay. Uh, Michael informed me that Adrian felt that I should listen to the podcast, You're Dead to Me. Okay. And far be it for me to ever argue with anything that Adrian ever says. So I listened to all of You're Dead to Me, and I completely agree. It's, it's quite good. It's a history podcast. Um, it is a BBC historian. He uh, invites an expert and a comedian on to discuss an aspect of history, either a figure or a period of time or a concept. Um, and it's the kind of stuff that you wish you'd learned in school, uh, definitely from regions and about figures that are o- often overlooked or underrepresented or misrepresented. Uh, it's very, It's very entertaining. It's very thorough. And I genuinely enjoyed it. And I, awesome. I'm looking forward to series four, whenever that might start. Excellent. Thank you, Adrian. Yay. So you're saying Adrian got it right. I mean, I don't even have to say that. It's sort of a yeah, foregone no, conclusion. It's always true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Adrian true. got it right. Obviously. Oh, as, as as per usual. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a question. I'm, I'm needy and thirsty because I don't get it right very often. So I need to be celebrated. Adrian just is mm. right. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, Amber, my recommendation is a uh, Amber got it right. Oh, thank you. I needed that. <laughs> so I'm not sure that you actually f- have finished the gunk yet, Amber. 
um, which is a video game, which is on, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, game I want to say fast pass. Game pass is the right word. Um, and uh, it's kind of, a, it's it's a short game, you know, I don't know, maybe six hours, eight hours, depending yeah. on kind of how, how, how fast you go through it. Um, and it's a, you, you land on a on a planet, and essentially there's this gunk there, and you, you it's a, a semi mystery finding out where the gunk is coming from, and like um, finding out the history of this world, and then as you're there, you kind of suck up the gunk, and kind of it it allows the world to kind of uh, uh, you know the plants to grow and things to come back, and as you do this, you get to learn more and more about the world. Um, the uh two there's essentially two characters in it um the one you play and then kind of the the um person who stays back at the ship that you talk to who's your friend they're both women they're both people of color um and and yeah it's it's a it's a fun short little game that you can play for free on game pass right now you're welcome did you finish it thank you thank you i did finish it yeah i i i Played through most of it in one sitting and then stopped at when you're on the platform and that big stampy thing is coming at you that like knocks you off. Yes. I I got knocked off a couple of times and then had to go and do something and I haven't revisited it since. Yeah, that 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 was frustrating. Mm. Um, There are like there's jumping puzzles, which is my least favorite thing. It's true. But there but but. For the most part, um, unless you die a whole bunch, that puts you right back where you were, and that's really nice. Um, it Very forgiving. A, right. It doesn't feel frustrating. So, Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, Megan, I think we've done good work here, Crank notwithstanding. I would like to wish you a good weekend this year and adieu. Thank you. And I'll close it up by saying, a stone from the hand of a friend is an apple. What? <laughs> stone from the hand of a friend is an apple no it's not if you bite into that stone it's going to be a stone it's, it doesn't magically become an apple because your buddy handed it to you yeah uh it's an apple amber no it's not it's a stone it's not an apple and i'm not really sure what this what does that mean? I don't know, Amber. I just, I don't know this one. If you believe hard enough, it. anything can be true. Yeah. I'm going to go become a dragon. Stone okay. from the hand of a witch is, I mean, I guess it could be a poison apple, depending on the kind of witch. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, they Definitely probably could make it into an it. apple because they're magic. True. Although we really yeah. didn't get an understanding of what the witches are actually capable of, other than shape-shifting. Shape shifting seemed to be, and 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 being able to change uh, the, their surroundings and restore things, but sure, yeah. sure. It seems like you should befriend witches then, if they can just restore shit. Like, right? Maybe, maybe there should be an alliance there. Witches should be your friend. Yeah, and then maybe the saying would be true. Anyway, bye, Megan. Bye, Amber.